Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term Show, we're doing something a little bit different. A while ago, we brought in my son to talk to Dave Butler, and the discussion was all around how young adult would go around and build his credit. So Aiden has a goal to buy an income property at a certain time, and part of that requirement is going to be building up his credit along with generating income and having the down payment. You need credit. So we talked to Dave Butler about how a young adult creates credit, and that involved getting a credit card and using it very strategically to tell the banks that you're building credit in a smart way and to get a great credit score. And that episode was very well received. And it got us thinking from the feedback from that, We knew there was demand for more information for young adults and what they're up to in their lives and how they're managing things. So over the last, I would say, year, when I heard Aiden talk more and more about what he's doing with these NBA cards and learning that there's a huge business here, it just began to fascinate me. And if you're not familiar, some of these cards, what's happening on the market is absolutely incredible. You know, you have some rookie cards from some NBA players that are selling for tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And there's an industry around buying these cards, selling these cards, buying certain brands, opening certain boxes, or buying a box of these cards, not even opening them, and reselling them for higher value. And then when I watched... Aiden play a little bit like a general manager role where he goes out and evaluates players and then makes decisions based on his own analysis and observations and information gathering whether that player is going to have a good career or not and then buys that card early in anticipation of this player going on to have a great season or a good playoff run. And then that in return will drive up the value of the card and specifically the rookie card. It's just been fascinating to me. And then when I saw him go through some of the things that he was doing with this, I didn't, I just had no concept. There was such a massive demand for this. And I didn't realize there was such a big business and industry here. And not only in the NBA playing cards, I'm not even sure if I'm saying it right. NBA sports cards, sports cards. I'm still learning, obviously Um, the NBA sports cards, um, but in the NHL and the soccer and baseball and all these different things. So to have this discussion and share with you what is going on here because I think every entrepreneur or investor should learn from all different sources. So to learn what, what's happening here with this industry, I think is super valuable on many levels. And so we brought in Dan Patton from Butler Select Mortgages. And the reason that we brought in Dan Patton is he is huge into this as well. And this summer when him and Aiden got talking about it, it was like just listening in on a whole other world. So we brought in Dan to share his information, what he's doing. And Dan has a friend from Untouchable Sports Cards in Mississauga at Central Parkway Mall, which is my old stomping ground. I mean, Nick and I grew up in that area. And his name is Chris Giancoulis, and he came in and he is an absolute expert on this stuff. So wait till you hear what he shares, what people are buying, how they're buying it, what they're doing with these cards. It just blows my mind. So you're about to be dropped into the middle of a conversation between myself, Aiden, Dan, and Chris. And if you're new to this world, the first 10 or 15 minutes might just sound like rocket science when you hear all these brand names and these cards and these different types of cards and different releases and release dates. But, you know, over time, you'll get you'll you'll get a feel for what we're talking about here. And we just kind of let the conversation ramble around. We started recording right in the middle of a conversation. So we just kind of let it naturally evolve. I learned a ton from this. Just had a fun. Obviously, sitting down with my son is, is a blast. And having Dan and Chris on there was just awesome. So I personally learned a ton from these guys listening to them talk about this stuff. I think you will as well. This is the kind of stuff that we want to share because there are multiple ways to live life on your terms. You know, it can involve real estate, it can involve starting your own business. It could be buying and selling rookie NBA cards. It's whatever is appealing to you. So we feel honored and grateful to be able to share this type of information. 
And before we get started, I want you to know something. We finally released an app. It's called the Your Life, Your Terms app. And on that app, you can get access to all the podcast episodes, as well as all the different videos that we put out and different blog posts and articles that we put out. You can download that app at ylytapp.com. That's ylytapp.com. And when you log in, you'll get access to all that information. And then if you do log in, it will detect if you are a Rockstar Inner Circle member or not. And if you are, it will give access to all the member material that we we've put up on the app so far. So we're putting up the monthly newsletters, the 12 page long newsletters that do all kinds of analysis on what's going on in the real estate market and the economy and has success, success stories with different investors sharing what they're buying and how they're cash flowing properties. And then it's also going to have the Rockstar members only Inner Circle podcast. That's a monthly podcast exclusively for Inner Circle members. So you're going to get access to that when you log in as well. So it will automatically detect if you're a member or not and give you extra access to that content. So it's the Your Life, Your Terms app. It's available on iTunes. You go ahead and go to, go to Google Play and get it there as well if you have an Android device. Your Life, Your Terms app or go to YLT, y, YLT. Your life, your terms, ylytapp.com. I'm still learning over here, ylytapp.com. And it will take you right to the iTunes store if that's a little bit of a shortcut for you. So that's it for the intro. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so we are here with Dan Patton and Chris. Chris, I don't want to mess up the last name. Giancoulas. That's perfect. That's okay. close enough. So uh, close enough. I almost got it. It means I almost got it. So uh, we're, we're here and Aiden Carazza, my son, is here. Did I already say that? No. Oh, no, Aiden. um back second podcast ever yeah 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 aiden's here yeah you're you're getting into this this is great um and uh D dan i think this was your idea to what? do this it was it it might have been i don't know i like to talk sports so anytime well, I, I can was... get away from mortgages you know is, uh, is yeah, a good no, thing i think it me. was your idea because you're all over this mahomes guy yeah the mahomes guy yes. and then i think aiden <laughs> told you about that he likes these nba cards and yes. then you say i have a guy I, I and that's how we guy. got to chris <laughs> and we've been trying to put this together for a little bit yeah, for a little yeah. bit so thank you thank you so for doing this but can you just start with like just uh, we'll we'll kind of recap on how all this all this card stuff works but can you just talk well, about I just like brought in a bunch of little samples that I just got done from PSA. So we waited about two and a half, three months for these cards to come back. So I brought in a little bit of like, you can't see it obviously, but there's a Zion Williams PSA 10. There's a Larry Bird rookie PSA 7. There's a uh, Kobe Bryant rookie tops, which is a 9. The Morant, which is the dunk card, which is if you're going to buy a Morant card, this is one to have because no one, anyone who's names a, a card after himself totally is like where it's at right so like jordan was always his hairness now this is going to be known as the dunk so if you don't have this car you should buy this car and the cards went from 30 dollars to 100 and something dollars and now this graded one in a in a 10 this is the green version so there's different parallels so the green one's probably going to be worth seven to eight hundred the regular ones are selling between 350 and 500 now so this card right now in front of me here this john moran card this is like worth seven or eight hundred dollars yeah because it's the green parallel right so minimum you'll get probably five on the open market but that's when you're talking about ebay you're talking about it's a different type of market right store pricing and actual values hard values are a little bit higher than what actually sells on ebay 
So in-store pricing is slightly different than what you're going to get on eBay because eBay is collectors. And for anyone listening to this, these are just kind of the the cards that you would see almost like, to me growing up, would be at the convenience store with like the OPG hockey stuff with the gum at the, the back. In the old days, yeah, it would have been, this is from Chronicles, so what you're talking about would be more of like the hoops. So hoops would be like OPG hockey. Like the basic kind of the stuff. The basic sets would be OPG, would be hoops. So this high voltage card would become out of hoops. So, but this would be an insert. So think of this as, um, and back then they didn't really have inserts. The most of the inserts was like an all-star card, right? They had all-star card or stats or consmite trophy card or how many of those would be printed, Chris, in a, a say in a year. So this card here, I should have looked at the population. I didn't really look at the population. You're just happy to see gem mint tens come to you. Um, there's not as many gem mints tens, but they're probably going to be a, hundreds of thousands of these cards. How many are actually in circulation? We don't know. That's the difference. So you'll get at any given time maybe 20 to 30 of these in circulation, but gem in tens. Now you can cut that down to 10. This at is any like one an time. art for just listening yeah. to you speak here. This yeah. is like it really real is. estate or diamonds or yeah. gold and silver and Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. This is purely. So when you start getting to this level where you're we're getting stuff graded and you're by the way, now that you've told me money, I need to own that card, I'm kind of staring at this card. I'm like, I don't know, does this guy take cash right now? Or am I able to buy this card before <laughs> he walks this out? This is the a door? great salesman. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> I try, but I try to be honest. I try to be fair. And Very. I say, Listen, I'll even tell you to be honest, you're going to overpay. Right. I've told well, you told Aiden. Actually... Well, you already. I I know you're very honest because I think Aiden. Can you tell yeah, the so story? Yeah. So I came to uh, the store Untouchables with me and my buddy. We came to split. Uh, well, we were coming in to see what they have. Um, great stuff in there. Prism box. I think it was a Prism hobby box. Retail. Retail. Okay. Yeah. Retail, retail box. box. You're right. You're right. That's one. what it was. So um, I guess I I knew less back then. I was getting into it. I, me and my friend were like, okay, we we've been watching we've, tons of YouTube videos about uh you know opening boxes stuff like that. So we were like, okay, we're gonna do it. Went to the store, saw the prison box. Um, you were telling us don't open it, hold, hold, because you knew that the the value. So you paid around gonna, probably I think eight hundred bucks yeah, for the box like at the that. time. Now that box is valued at fifteen hundred. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you double. You could have doubled your investment just by holding on to it a, a few short months. To totally. Be yeah. The product is almost impossible now the hobby boxes oh those are scary now those are like five thousand plus wow so seal cases are 50 to sixty thousand for a sealed case of 20. so because right? he opened the box you guys opened the box trying to see if you get a zion card or something yep, in there yep. right so he got him i think you got a morant did we you did get a morant yeah. out of it yeah. so there's your morant so morant raws are 150 to 200 say roughly depending on the condition up to 250 depends on the shape of the cards now condition plays key role in anything we do here so if it's got linings or if it's off-centered, it all affects the pricing on it. That's why these gem mint 10s are hard to get. I have another Zion at home, which is the base one, which is a 9. Now, the 9s are only going to sell for about three to $400. The 10s are $1,200 all day, every day. You can go on eBay right now, 1200 to 1500 bang. But it's so hard to get 10s. So if somebody's just starting, like a Zion card, Aiden, because Aiden's told me that the Zion card, you know, Are going crazy, yeah. Are going crazy. We'll How have, it? as you would know. They're nuts. They're nuts. So my buddy did his purple pulsar, came back yep. ten. Surprise, because it looked like it was off center. I feel a like bit. I'm speaking a different language. Purple pulsar. So, so this is one of the brands variations. So this is your basic base card. So this Zion here I'm showing you, which is a gem intent. This is the base card. There's nothing yeah. fancy like about it. There's no numbering. Yeah. There's no coloring. There's no shininess. There's no nothing. This is just what comes out of the pack. 
Raw is going to be 250 to 300. Raw, so raw, so raw would be exactly ungraded, what your son has. Yeah, ungraded. That's what we Just call. like out of the pack and not sent into PSA, BGS. Back That's what we consider raw. So after it gets graded, they get encapsulated like this. And then the values start going up depending on what condition you get. And PSA is one PSA of the PSA is companies. one of the better grading companies. So PSA and BGS is what we most recommend. There's other grading companies. I'm not trying to knock any grading company, whether it's KSA or MNT. It's just big, bigger dollar values coming from here. BGS is Beckett. BGS is Beckett. Gotcha. And then so. why would it? Why should have Aiden kept that? But why did the box that Aiden and his friend open? Why did it go up in value? Just those boxes. People are. But they were hard to get or went up in value because... Panini products is extremely hard to get, especially here in Canada. So Panini only gives to distribution X amount of inventory. And then those distributors have to distribute it according all across Canada. So there's two main distributors that we deal with here. So when these guys only get cases, we're not talking skids of cases, cases, one, two boxes come to you. So then the back the back market is, is us being aggressive in the secondary market, buying it from wherever we can get it at. And then, of course, price goes on top. Now, Panini Prism, this particular product, I would safely say that 90% of it was cracked, was opened of this production run. Guaranteed with the amount of because cards people are trying to hit Zion and Jamarant. When because a if he name. hit a Zion rookie, you would have hit kind of like the quote unquote well, the jackpot. If you then took that card and got it graded, and, right, and it came back graded as a no, ten out of ten. But there's it, also variations per product line has different variations of it. So we're talking green card, green variations. These all are more limited and harder to get. Yeah, like so you can open ten boxes and never hit a Zion green or blue or, or an whatever. auto can come out you know i guess there's less in prison but other sets you can hit autos which will be worth more so the retail boxes don't guarantee you yeah autos. autos hobby boxes usually do and that's the difference in the pricing usually these companies are brilliant hobby boxes so they're are yeah they're different. pretty much like printing money and now. not to not yeah. to jump all over the place but if you think of it we like, have been so just keep i know going. right just keep but going. It, it's a if lot, you it's think of it like a basic like you there's there's obviously the card is what you want and within each, you know, there's maybe, they vary from like 10 cards per pack to sometimes they have five cards per pack or even two or three cards per pack. But then every box, Chris, maybe you can elaborate on this because you probably know the, it better. But then there's a box, there's how many boxes in a case and then how many cases in a skid. And then they guarantee you per case one big hit. Is that right? So, so maybe walk us through that. Every master case can consist of between... 10 and 20 boxes, up to 20 boxes, depending on the product. Within a 20 box lot, which is sealed, comes in a sealed case, and everybody wants sealed cases. There's usually one box in there or multiples because the inners usually have two, two major hits in it. So people are chasing these major hits, which are usually these high-end inserts or numbered to 10 or one, etc. If you happen to hit the right box, they're called like hot boxes. Those boxes, you could get like a $50,000 value out of one box. You could get zero, right? You could get the hot, the out of one, one of one, but I don't know, pick some stiff, right? Any stiff, and the card's worth nothing, 10 bucks, right? But if you hit the right player, then we're talking 30 grand, 40 grand. So, so yesterday, I'll oh, yeah, give you an example right ahead, now. Last ahead. night, uh, two guys came in and they bought. This is Central Parkway Mall in Mississauga, off no. Burnham Thorpe. I was just mentioning, I grew up stomping through that mall. Yeah, two dollar so fifty cents. Remember, we are doing curbside only, guys. So it's curbside oh, pickup, curbside, only curbside. Yes. So you're not allowed We're to just go into it. We're very right? 2021. So it's COVID, right? So just you all know. But they picked up two. They took it home. 
They opened it and they got a Morant gold foil out of 10 out of the Optic Contenders. Nice. Wow. Now that card, minimum value will be $4,000. Minimum from what we can, we didn't ungraded. find anything ungraded. I don't know if it'll be gradable. He said there was a little bit of edge work, but these type of cards always have some kind of defects in it. That's why PSA and graded 10 cards are so rare and people command bigger dollars for them. They purposely have some defects no, or it's, just by it's chance? No, it's done. It's just the way it is. The way it is. Yeah, right? I guess You're so. Anyone, with metal cards, right? Yeah, anyone that doesn't realize. So anytime you open a pack, there it's not guaranteed that you're getting a 10 out of a pack because centering could be off. The edges could already be a little bit screwed up, soft corners. So in so. that regard, it's exactly the same way when we were buying hockey cards. Remember all those Gretzky cards that are all off to the side, yeah. up yeah. and down? You saw other cards on, on, on the pictures. We used to call it's them exactly error the cards. Thing. Error <laughs> cards. So it's the same thing today. Even though they got lasers, okay, the corners are straighter. They're not as, you know, they won't be soft. Yeah. But they're not going to be perfect either because they're packaged. They're, once they go in those packages. Anything can happen anything in there. Can happen. I cracked a Zion in front of Chris at the store, a green, the parallels that we called it, yeah, numbered, parallels, rookie. Yeah. And we literally sent it off that moment. Like, packaged yeah. it, sent it, and came back a nine. So, right. not perfect, go. came back a nine. And so and what was sorry? What was that card worth now after it got graded? For uh, what do you think that one's worth? I don't know. I'm that one's in the safe, so I hold I, on to I that. I don't one. know. I would have to actually cross-reference what exactly which parallel it was. And this is blowing remember, my right? mind. It's he has crazy. to cross-reference something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the whole thing is because you see so many cards on any given day. I, as much as I, I know some of Daniel's stuff, I don't remember everybody. Yeah, okay, stuff, so what's right? so at a high level, if we just step back here, what the heck is going on? Like, let's, <laughs> I don't understand what is happening here. Let, and can we start with the NBA? We can because we can move to hockey. But why is all of a sudden I feel like is this just me catching wind of this now, listening to Aiden, or is something bigger happening? Like, what's what's going on with these cars? I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. The in the NBA, you have a a, a draft class which is generational. All sports, this is the difference. So this is how I like to explain it. All sports, for some reason, are hitting at the same time. You've got these generational players, new football, it's all new quarterbacks. Yeah. This is it. These are the quarterbacks that we're going to talk about 10 years from now. These are the guys that are going to be winning Super Bowls. No more Brady. It's no more Manning. It'll be like the Josh Allens and the Mahomes and the Jalen Hurts. Your Mahomes. Bill. Did you say Bills? Bill. Josh Allen. Hey, I'm on the Bills bandwagon. <laughs> I heard. Nadim <laughs> told me. <laughs> so you know, I mean, Lamar Jackson. You know, Mayfield. Whether he becomes something or not, is we will see, right? But you've got so there's your generational players there. You got eight, 19, eight, 1920 basketball. There's so many players. It's even. It's not just Morant and Zion, right? No, There's that was Reddish. a crazy draft. Class. There's White, Harrow, yeah. like Tyler Harrow. I can't pronounce the the Rui. I can't pronounce. Oh that yeah, Rui Hachimura, something like so, that. So the generation, the the draft is so deep that these players are all going to start coming out of the woodwork, and they're going to be not A plus players, but they're going to be B plus players. They're not going to be your your journeyman guy that just the bench guy. These guys are actually going to play. And they're going to be significant roles. Same thing with baseball the last couple of years. You got Acuna, you got Tatis. You got so many different guys coming out. Now, baseball may be a little bit weaker, but wait till Dominguez comes out, right? Jason Dominguez. People are going crazy for his card right now. People went crazy for Vlad, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Right? Bichette now. So Bichette cards are shooting up like crazy. And it's not just a Canadian thing. People are realizing it in the States, too. So they're buying up his card as well. And I guess even in hockey, when you think of it, you got the Marners, the Matthews, the Lignes, Like you Frenier got was big this year, too, wasn't he? Frenier caused this Frenier. stir. But not just him, but Upper Deck kind of went smart this year. They stacked their product because they knew. It, one, they didn't know if it was going to come out with this whole COVID thing. And 
they had to sign an agreement with the NHLPA to get his card actually in there because technically he didn't even play a game. You need to play a game to get a Young Guns card. So they made some kind of crackpot deal where they allowed it, and thank God they did, and they, they inserted it, right? They inserted it into the, into the product and brought it out, which caused this ripple effect, and it exploded. And it was, it was, we were kind of like thinking that was going to happen anyways, but not as quickly. When you get a $100 box that's now selling for 160 and the next jump's going to come soon, right? It's crazy. It's, it's like a, it's, and now we're talking about the cup. We're talking about every other product. Artifacts is going to come out. Those are $110 boxes that are now selling at 140 So, we have a, so the, cause the, fa the factors are we have demographics of like maybe guys like Dan. Dan, how old are you? 41. So you're 41. I'm 47. We kind of grew up yep. in like, like I remember getting Gretzky cards and I think I did scrambles with them. Yeah. yeah. Scrambles. Yeah. I've people put them in their bike tires to make that <laughs> oh, motorcycle noise. <laughs> I think I saw that one Gretzky card that a, fr a good friend, a very yeah. good friend of mine yeah. says he had this card in his basement that I think just sold for 1.3. No, wait, am I getting yeah, this 1. right? 1.3 million. 1.3 million. Yeah. He thinks he recently you know, recently being in the last 15 years, had this card somewhere and uh, it sold for this this amount of money. But, but, uh, but I think there's, so there's people that have grew up with cards, but now we have maybe a little bit more money. Yeah, exactly. And we're willing to go and spend some of this stuff. So, but th then you have these trends that you're talking about. Then you have a world, and this is where I get to talk about inflation, yeah. where a lot of money- <laughs> Your favorite. Is, is, <laughs> yes, I got to bring inflation into the topic. So that was the, that was the first part of it was the actual players themselves. The second part, and more importantly, is the investor part, like you just mentioned now. No sports fired. People were bored. No bets were being played. So where did the money go? Sports cards. People started putting money, even people that would casually would put money in stock markets, put it in sports cards. They started buying up the McDavid's. That's where it started. The McDavid's started being bought. A $500 card turned into a $1,500 card almost overnight. 9.5s. 10s are three to 5,000. This is unheard of. There's so many McDavid's out there. It was crazy, but people started buying them up. And now there's none, or none, but very few in the market. Because they're all tucked away. They're all tucked away. Celebrities got into it. People started doing national breaks. Pokemon, forgot uh, James Paul or whatever his Logan name is. Logan Paul, Paul yeah, whatever yeah. his name is. Right? Did a Pokemon break. It was brilliant. He made like $150,000 off of that. Yeah, that was super smart. Yeah. You know, now what they were saying, the information wasn't exactly accurate, and, and it put this false sense of value on a lot of cards, like overvaluing cards, because those cards aren't $50,000. Yeah. It's got to get graded first. It, it's so hard to get. I can't. The Gretzky card is one of a kind, and there's a huge debate on whether it is an actual 10 or not. If you actually look at the card, the edging's really bad on it. The centering's nice. So depending on who you talk to, they're saying that it should not be. And KSA has a 10 as well. Most people say that there's no 10 Gretzky. There shouldn't be one, but there's also a tops one. But it does exist. It's in the market, and that's what it went for. Now, the problem is, is every person thinks that even if it's a 5, it's worth 500000 now. It's like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how the industry works. Because it's a one-off, it's a one-of-a-kind, that's why you got that value for it. Because there's no other ones. Just bragging rights at that point. I'm yeah, the, only the only one, one in the market. Yeah, it's the yeah, only graded sense. 10 out there. That's so, what drives it to that so price. So right? there's tons of factors that are coming into play of why this product is selling the way it is. So we just now touched on the players 
and the actual what's happening in the world and what people are doing. What, what really got my attention, and can you, why did you pick up those Tyler Hero cards? Can you just share okay, that yeah, story? Because so this is where this, I got, this has got my attention. So, on this. yeah, so I guess I first got into sport card, Jerry Gatto, we were up yes. Blue Mountain, Dan's Jerry talking Gatto. to me about it, so yep. then quarantine happened, you know, How school, does Jerry get into this school, conversation? Always, right? You always need a good lawyer with a good story, yeah. right? Every, every story has a good lawyer in it. So initially, you know, school's canceled, corona starts, I'm done with school. I'm, you know, I'm just spending time on YouTube. Everyone's at home. I, I'm listening to the Jimmy pod, uh, Jimmy Butler podcast. He's talking about this rookie Tyler Harrow, injured at the time, hasn't really proven himself to that point yet. And then I think that was the first couple of cards I ever bought. I bought like a lot of four cards for like twenty bucks. Just from that. Yeah, just from that because I wanted to get into it. And because you heard it was it was, it was Jimmy, Jimmy Butler on the Butler podcast. Was like, yeah, yeah talking about I, the rookie. It's amazing. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't know. I, I, yeah. I watched a couple of Tyler Harrow videos, like him in college and then uh, Kentucky video, stuff like that. And then he went on a tear for the rest of, se- the, rest of the season. And then his car, car, and these cards that you bought for like 20 yeah, yeah. And then Steel. his card value shot up. I just sent them in to get graded yesterday. But um, so we'll see what happens with so that. Because what did they, you bought them for twenty? What did they go to during the playoffs when he was kind of at the peak? You know when he was hitting those threes. Yeah. And the- Man, I don't know. There were four base prisms for twenty bucks at the time, which is really cheap. I uh, I don't know, maybe a hundred bucks each. I think they hit max a hundred. Even the select was selling yeah. for about a hundred to. So that's what got I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> You bought these cards for 20 bucks and now they sell for a hundred bucks. And then in my mind just starts going crazy. I'm like, why did you buy these cards again? And then, then you started t- kind of teaching me about what's happening. And I just, this whole new world just opened up and I thought, what the heck is that? And then you went on a tear on a whole bunch of other different cards and yeah. it kind of led to your store and the whole thing. So I think there's this younger generation, which is like another factor. Was that what you were going? So the next factor is, is who's buying these cards now? So Dan's buying. We've got different age groups hitting. Now, basketball is massive, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. With the Raptors winning it, only helped it. It was already growing pre that, but with the Raptors actually winning the championship, it brought even more, and every culture is diversified. You used to go to, and I don't, I don't want to bring racism or anything into this, but you go to a Leaf game, is predominantly white. White people... Richard, yeah, yeah, money, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Basketball appealing to Bas- everyone. Basketball's done a great job. Is all over the place. Totally. And now soccer is is hot behind it. Yeah. Soccer product is so expensive and so hard to find that people are, are anyone who can't afford it is actually buying it up and holding it up now. We're selling soccer boxes for as high as seven, $800 now. And what are some of the names people are looking for in the soccer? Alfonso Davies in Canada specifically. Oh, God, it makes sense. Too, but Fati, Felix, and your, your basic... Ronaldo's, yeah, your Messi's, Holland. There's new Mbappe. generational players, Mbappe. Right. There's lots of guys that have come out in the, the last two years where we're now we're gonna talk about those guys because the Ronaldo's and the Messi's are gonna go away soon. Right. It's just it's, yeah, they you know, have the 10, to. 12 years, that's it, right? Unless Ronaldo goes to the Chinese league, which I'm probably gonna do for the money, right? That's kind of why he went to the Italian league. It's a little bit easier, he'll score more. That's how you make your money, keeps going. Uh, maybe you can buy another island for all I know, right? <laughs> So, but the sports card that it it's so underprinted, and people realize that base cards are selling for one hundred fifty dollars. Base card, it's unheard of. Like a Ronaldo base this. card, yeah. right? Underprinted. This just sounds like there's an inflation yeah. rate in here. You, you talked about population of these cards. Like this, there's so many like monetary policies here yeah. that are going. It's, it's like the stars aligned. It's it's just like you know, our solar system's in a, in a line right now, and it's all just hitting at the same time. All it, these factors are coming into it. And if you think it. about it, it's a way like 
as a kid, when you love sports, Aiden's the same, you, I'm sure we all love sports, you, you, you start to identify when rookies come in, who's going to be good, who you want to cheer for, yeah. you see them on the bench. So this is an interesting way to monetize the ability to scout players yourself, much like Aiden. Totally, did, right? totally. And, and so it's in a sense, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a GM, you're acting as a GM in a way, and you can make money doing it by identifying players early that like, look at the Raptors rookie. I don't know. I actually saw his card was selling. He had a good preseason. I went to look at this card. Flynn guy. Yeah. Malachi Flynn. Right. Like, but if you can identify those young players before they hit, you, you can make, you know, yeah, money you make a lot made. of money, and it's fun to cheer for those guys. Now you're cheering for a guy. You have a vested interest in watching a guy. It makes the games more fun. I mean, it's gambling. Yeah, so, I know? screwed up on my choice. I told Aiden, "Hey, I want who did I want? Terrence Davies or whatever." Yeah, and then oh, I'm like, "Because I like that guy." And then over the summer, I'm like, "Get me some Terrence yeah. Davies cards. They're cheap right now. I like <laughs> yeah. this guy. I really like this guy." Then he got charged like yeah, got six counts of <laughs> yeah. something over the summer. So he's still playing now. Yeah, he's still he's playing going that. Oh, the... there go my chances yeah. on that on that card. But, yeah, his cards. I don't think it'll skyrocket. No. I shouldn't be the chief. Like Chris said last year, you know, and even maybe before, because what I noticed is, you know, you get a guy like Zion who went from high school. I was watching him on YouTube in high school, high school to one year at Duke, all that hype. Like that card is valuable before it, before he's in the NBA. So you know that that product is going to sell for high, but imagine a guy like Luka Doncic or Tyler Harrow where right, you know, you you can buy that card cheap. And I mean, He's got to be one of the. He's got to be huge. So now, Luca's right? card is one of the biggest cards to get right now, if you can find them, and his product is so expensive. So national Do you treasures. Have at your store. Um, I just sold a recent one for a PSA ten for six fifty. Just sold a base wow. rookie. Uh, base Don Ross rookie PSA ten. So they're not easy to get, and that's one of his cheaper cards. Yeah, that, I was gonna say that's not even right. top of the line, Luca. Yeah. So his prism cards, just raws, are like two grand or something like that, right? Like we're Ungraded, talking big money. Yeah. His national treasures logo man card sold for eighty six thousand out of five. What's Auto national patch. treasures logo? National man. treasures that's is one the of the big that's the big boy. <laughs> yeah. I watched yeah. those. So okay. that's, that's 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 a brand. It's a brand that comes out from Panini, and it's locked suitcase. Yeah. No. So this yeah. is where the yeah. big big guys. We're talking like. You know, five thousand dollars a box in general, but those boxes now are worth about twenty-five grand a piece for the Donich boxes. Like sealed case is about sixty thousand, and you can open up those four boxes and not hit a Donich in it. So it, you're only getting a limited like seven cards or something like that, nine cards. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. On I'm off, maybe off on the numbers, but it's next to impossible. Like it's the purest gamble you're ever gonna get. So guys who've got an, an abundance of money are usually the ones that buy these things. And most of them, if they're smart, don't open it. Because if you bought that for 5000 back in the day, even if it cost you 15000 for a full case, now you're talking about 60000 well, wow. you look at it like 2017 NFL right now sells for way higher because you have the chance to hit a Mahomes, exactly. right? Which so makes sense. So sealed, it's like, I mean, a guy like me will, who loves Mahomes will... More 2011 Bowman's best draft draft boxes for Mike Trout are selling for tens of thousands. So uh, his uh, card, his his one of one sold for 3.8 million. So yeah. Mahomes, walk me through that story. What what was his card when he first came into the league? That, well, the th- thing with Mahomes is Mahomes came out of college with not a ton of hype. He wasn't the first quarterback taken. So he sat a year if the first year. So his rookie year, he was a nobody. There's a story you can read. I think it was on Bleacher Report or something, where. Uh, a Chiefs fan, this is sort of what got me, I mean, my eyebrows going. 
he bought a bunch of Mahomes cards for, I think he put in about 20, 25 grand in his rookie year. He just bought a diff- bunch of different variations, different so brands. So that's 25 grand. He must have bought a crap load because yeah, the guy wasn't really load. playing and, right. and he wasn't a highly touted. But he also bought a lot of one-of-ones. So even if you're a rookie, one-of-ones and variants, we'll the harder ones will still cost you like $1,000, $2,000, right? Even if Especially a quarterback, right? NFL's different. Every position, but if, it's quarterback that really matters. Wide receiver, great. Running back, great. But when you hit a quarterback, that's So what did money. the value of the, his $25,000 investment go to? $7.5 million he's selling it for now. That's insane. And that's just being able to identify. <laughs> I believe in. I mean, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Twenty, twenty-five grand. And it's a huge risk if you you don't know if that guy's risk. ever going to start at that point. Right. Well, he's a first. For that that was. The, it, it was the like Chris said. It was the perfect storm. I mean, you. He went to a team where the coach was known to produce high. You know high caliber quarterbacks the team was already good they were a playoff team uh he learned behind a great leader so there was a lot of talk he had a big arm there was a lot of talk that he's gonna be good but give him time he's big arm project. i feel like he just throws a ball like that he just kind of like launches oh, he's the got ball. a cannon yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. a cannon it looks that way too i always have to say that people are like oh you just like him since Mahomes. no no there was a lot of years of struggling okay with so original so did, yeah so, so yeah. that $25,000 investment goes to seven and a half million. Seven and a half million. Give me an idea just on the cards. So his rookie card, one one of his, what was it worth then and what is it worth now? So you can look at, so let's say this Don Ross card over here, right? This was probably like 50 bucks max back then in his rookie because nobody knew about him. It was like, who gives a crap, right? So, and they were readily available. So you could find these, we call them like a dime, dime a dozen basically, right? All of a sudden he starts playing wetter. He... Starts hitting, boom, boom, week after week. We're winning, we're winning. That card starts going, but it's not just this. So this is his, say, his cheapest version. Okay, and his optic card all of a sudden went from $150 to $500. Now it's $800. What's the difference, Chris, between those two? This is a chromium version, and this is chrome. So it's the same picture, but this is a chrome card. And it's the same brand. It's the same company. company, It's just two different runs. Okay. optic. This is Don Ross. So two different product lines. The same Product lines. So... Optic, there's also Phoenix, there's Prism, there's et cetera. There's so Lots. many different product lines. So as we go higher up the food chain, the product gets more expensive. The more expensive the product, the more expensive the cards are to get in there. So this year's, what do you call it, Prism football is $1,300, $1,500 for a box now. Now the Burroughs, the Tua, you know, the Hertz, they're all going into those. The base cards are three, dollars $400 by themselves, a regular base card, you know. So this is the start of it. Imagine they actually win. Imagine they go somewhere. They do something. Shoop. Jalen Hurts was nothing in the beginning of the yeah, year. Yeah, nothing. So f- five years ago, was it like this? Were you in this business five years ago? No. Okay. I was in it and not in it at the same time. Okay, right? but Remember, I've only been with the Touchables for about two years now. right? And I like to think that we've expanded beautifully. But the industry was still big. It's just not as big. Don't forget, hockey is predominantly what we're doing here. You're talking about McDavid here, which was one of the biggest selling years of hockey product ever, followed by Matthews the year after. Again, we're going to talking about generational players again. How's Matthews' card doing? Matthews' card's big. big. Is the Leafs hit this year, which I think they're going to do. They're, whoa, they're whoa. For a while. <laughs> wow, that's an early I like prediction. To hear, hey, I like to hear it. Keep going. Well, keep going. you know Chris, what? They finally got smart, and they did kind of, they're, they're changing this team. They're changing the back end of this team. This team is always soft. It's a cookie-cutter team. Every player was friggin' the same. 
I don't want to swear anything, but it's the truth. Totally, and it's the Leafs. You can. Everybody swear. wants. <laughs> you can swear. Everybody wants to see the Leafs win. Every I, I I cheer for most of the Canadian teams, right? I have some U.S. teams, but the problem is also the Chris, not generation only one Canadian team. Okay, <laughs> so it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, no, That's man, the Montreal Canadians, man. Oh, like we're talking, no. yeah. So oh, no, he just ripped Tom's heart out. So. Listen, Jeez, as long as we got some Canadian teams to win, that's all that really matters. I I rather Ottawa win than than what I'm picking any American I team. I love right? Canada, but if the Habs win before the Leafs again, or the Sens for the tenth time, millionth <laughs> time, whatever it's been, or the Sen- oh my God, can you imagine if the Senators won if before the Sens the Leafs? beat the Leafs? Please, I know no. that's going to be rough. That'll be a tough pill to swallow. But either or, like those are the biggest products that we're hitting like we're talking like astronomical numbers for tins for the boxes so a mcdavid hobby box is 400 to 500 dollars you know the the matthews is 300 plus and that that's a hobby no box that, just that has you the hit. potential of the potential of hitting yeah okay so for someone listening to this what are the main brands or whatever you call it under each sport category so let's start with hockey since we're talking about hockey is upper deck Upper deck, upper deck, is, all day. So, every if day. someone was to call you, you want to look into the upper deck. Is it definitely upper deck? Upper Series deck. one okay. is your mainline product where everyone, it's the young gun. It's the the it's young the guns are like the best rookie for hockey, basically. Yes. Okay, so in the upper deck, it's young young guns that you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and is there any other brands or card lines or whatever? So I'm, Leaf has a little bit. Everybody has. There's a little bit of stuff, but nobody. You don't really pay attention to that stuff because everybody just wants that. Opeachy still done, but it's produced by Upper Deck now. Oh, I was so there say, is an Opeachy still around. Yes, there's an Opeachy line. Gum, there's MVP. <laughs> so those are cheaper lines, right? So not cheaper is the wrong words. I think more inexpensive. The product, the quality of the product is okay. It's it's not to this type yeah, of standard. Yeah, I can tell the quality as we go up. But right? the hits, every product line is magical because there's something in every product line that's gonna have something for somebody. Right, there's always a big hit in somewhere in, in all this because that's why people buy it, right? Some stuff is more affordable. The the upper okay, deck. Okay, so product, so so hockey yeah. upper deck. What about let, let's go to basketball? What but are don't the, forget upper deck also produces the cup. That's the highest end product. That's going to be eight hundred to nine hundred dollars a box, a tin, six cards. That's for hockey. That's for six hockey. cards for nine hundred bucks. And what the heck do you get in that box? This is where you hit the auto patches out of 99. So the and an auto patch is... RPA, yeah. You'll have the rookie. It's a rookie. It'll have a peach of the jersey on it. And then their autograph. Oh, so when you say RPA, it's a rookie with a piece of the jersey on rookie the card. Rookie patch auto, yeah. And it's autographed. Yep. Yeah. And those are coming gold. out of 99. So recently that we just saw in the last six months was the McDavid one sell for 100 something thousand because it was his jersey number one. So that was an upper deck. So his the the card number. So out of ninety nine, had his jersey number yeah. on it. Think so about it like that. Within the card, so if you get the one of ninety nine, that'll give you more value. If you get mm-hmm. the card number, yeah. the, the jersey number will provide. So more that value. McDavid was then ninety seven of ninety nine. So it was. A, so just give it to me. So it was an upper deck. What was the class of the upper deck? The or cup. whatever? Cup. The rookie cup. card, the rookie auto. It was patch. an upper deck cup rookie card, ninety-seven out of ninety-nine. Yeah, and it was a rookie patch auto. It sold over and because it dollars. was ninety-seven out of ninety-nine, because the number matches his jersey number, that boosts the value of the yeah. card. And it sold for a hundred and something so, thousand yeah, dollars. People look at it as a one of one. So there's the only one of these cards with that's going to say ninety-seven on that card, and it's his rookie card. So it really is like a one of one. So that's how the, how the collectors are looking at it. So now number 98 99 only sold for what 25 to 35,000, right? So people are trying to get to that number, yeah. but that's a again, that's 
That's an anomaly. I like how it's you said it thing. only sold for twenty five <laughs> or thirty thousand. That one's you know it sold for only twenty five. But okay, okay. So that's some of the hockey world. Now let's go to NBA. What are the, what's the brand? Is it Upper Deck again? No. Okay. What is so it in NBA? It's Panini. Panini. Panini is the king of two sports: football and basketball. Baseball is going to be tops. So the rights are strictly owned by Topps for baseball. Even though Panini produces baseball cards, they don't go for as much value. You've opened up some of the Panini prisms yep. and whatnot. The Topps is still the king of baseball. Okay, so in baseball world, what are the levels within Topps? You know, just your regular Topps cards. Oh, your, just your regular, regular Topps that okay. comes out. And then there's there's Heritage. It keeps going. Bowman Chrome, which is owned by Topps, which is the sub the sub company within, right? So those are your big ones. Your your Bowman 2020 draft boxes came out. They have five autos in it. There's 600 to 700 a box. Five autographs. You could open that box. Again, it's a gambling. This is the gamble part of it. Get nothing. The guys opened it yesterday. They had, what, two, three cards. A Howard card that sold for about, selling about $500. They got their money. They, they hit a good box. So you have a lot of repeat customers, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing this. This is like a major thing for them. This is like a hobby to them, but... They're spending money and they're reselling their cards. So a lot of the guys that are repeat buyers that are buying perpetually are... Dan, you haven't really, I don't think, sold anything, right? No, he's no. He's held much. on to most of his stuff. He's going to give me one but, of the Mahomes cards but, just because he's a good guy. <laughs> but Daniels is... is so he's a, he's a different type of... of he's like a, more of a collector type thing. But he's buying one box here, one box there. These guys are buying perpetually. So every week they're coming in. Some people come in every three days. What's the age of these guys that are buying every week? I would say between the 30 and 45, 50. Huh, okay. And this is a business. And I've got guys your age coming in weekly now. I buying, bet. I believe buying it. Buying upper yeah. deck product. Buying is, is that new? So Aiden's 18 turning 19. That, yeah. that age is new. You're that, seeing them come. It's expensive, in a lot now. right? I mean, totally. how many 18, 19 year olds? Have, unless you have like a business plan and the plan is to sell. Well, so and so what these guys are doing. Aiden's age that's what he's that. got his spreadsheet well, exactly, where right. he's mad. Yeah. So what he's doing, a lot of guys are doing now. They've yeah, realized totally. the value in this. They're looking at price trends. They're coming in. They're buying sealed products. Some of them are holding sealed products. Some are, are ripping through it, selling off the carts, sending them in for grading. Some people are doing breaks themselves. Doing breaks themselves. Yeah, what, what got me into it, Tom, believe it or not, is I, I would watch on YouTube. I watched case breaks where they, you know, you have multiple people put in on a case so that you're in, you know, an $800 case, you might be in $100 with eight other people, and they do some sort of a, a raffle or draw or, you know, yeah. draft to determine which card each person gets. So as they flip the card, so you can get in on these on these case breaks relatively cheap, and, and if you hit Is big, this what Adrian's telling me about, where you, like, I can buy into, like, I'll buy into the Dallas Mavericks on this case break yep. or something? Yeah, exactly. So then if a Dallas card comes out, that's my card. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a version about that. of it. So team, team, that's team purchase. So when you're doing team purchase, it usually costs me more money than a regular random. Because you know the the rookies the that are going to come out of yeah. the like. You load up on New Orleans exactly. Pelicans because you're going to get you know Zion's, Zion's coming out of right. there. So depending on which product you're, you're you're purchasing, so we'll use basketball example. If you want the New Orleans Pelicans, it usually costs huge. Oh, in yeah. comparison to other ones. So when you see guys Aiden's age walking in, this is what they're doing. They're just kind of like buying some cards. They're buying some boxes. They're, they're, they're actually they're, they're making a so business, a lot of they're people, making a little business out yeah. of this. Thing. A lot of people underestimate when young guys come in. I don't. I try to treat everybody, whether a fifty year old comes in or twenty year old. I try to treat them all the same. And this is a big mistake that most of this industry always has: is 
you tend to mistreat younger people because they think you think they don't have money. Well, they're getting their money from somewhere. Either they're working at it or the father's giving them or the parents. It doesn't matter where the money's coming from. At the end of the day, they're a respect, you're a customer. So treat them properly, and then you get loyalty. Loyalty comes back to you. And this is what you try to do. But these young guys are also the generation. This is who I'm going to be appealing to 10 years from now. After he's done school, he's got his job, blah, blah, blah. He's not going to get married right away. You know, He's going to have money coming in. He's going to come in and say, hey, man, I remember buying this stuff off you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You were cool. Hey, what's good now? Bang, bang, bang. And that's how it starts. And relationships are built up. Relationships in business are like anything else, especially in any industry. I think it's the same. And this is where the money is. And he's smart. He's got it down pat where he's looking at He's He's following other players' podcasts. I don't even do that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You know, I follow certain things. I have my own way of figuring out how I want to invest. Yeah, in when I heard him do that, I liked that. I was like, wait, you smart. respect Jimmy Butler. You oh, know Jimmy so Butler's smart. not the type of guy to give props to somebody who he doesn't think the world of. He's giving props to some young little rookie dude. Yeah. And I was like, that is good It's intel. a relatively cheap that gamble. That is good at that point, right? Yeah, 20 bucks a card, so yeah. you're in 80 bucks but for But that's how cards. it starts, yeah. and that's what these guys are doing, and they're getting stuff graded, right? Guys are following, and they're picking up Elias Petersons, Brandon Point. Yeah. Took forever to go up that card was so cheap for so long i could not understand why people were not buying have you talked Brandon about Pons. your 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 guy tyler harrell no who the australia cards oh brandon ingram okay yeah so i went big on brandon like a couple of weeks ago i think it was two weeks ago now i saw a lot on ebay all raw um condition looked good there's good pictures i'm hoping they come in like looking the same um i'm sending them all to get graded right away but um, and you like I still this think guy. there's a lot of upside for Brandon. He, his cards have gone up like over the offseason already, so I bought in like a little bit late, I'd say. But I still think there's a lot of upside for and him. You and you like this guy because you think he has the potential to be someone. Totally. Yeah, so he's uh, his own GM right now, and that's what's been happening here. He's, like you said earlier, he's his own GM. He's creating his own team. So yeah. he's picking and choosing who he wants to invest in. And we didn't do that back in our no, day. No, we just bought it for the sake of, hey, this is a cool yeah. Rocky car. Yeah. We didn't think about no. it that way. So yeah. we did the flipsies, the wallsies, the spokes. We reacted. We all did that, He's right? anticipating. Yeah. So, yeah, so most of this industry is, is about reaction, like he said. Everyone's reacting to the product. So a lot of people are buying basketball, not because they have any real interest in it, because they're looking at it as an investment or making money out of it. That's usually not the way to go about it, I'll be honest with you. Because anytime you really put a lot of money, you're chasing that dollar, it doesn't come to you that easily. Maybe you'll make a little bit, but if, you don't, if you're not careful, you'll over-invest. You'll open product that you shouldn't open, and that's when you all of a sudden you're not making money. You're actually losing money out of it. So you got to be smart. He's doing it smartly. And that's what the younger guys have off of those old guys. They're looking at it guys, totally yeah. differently. Yeah. So okay. So then we talked about tops for baseball, NBA. Then is Panini. Panini. Sorry, Panini. Panini. And is there any other than Panini? Anyway, before we get into it, um, just anyone that listening, it's not like you can go like when you guys were young, go into the convenience store and buy a box. Like, <laughs> Does not exist. Anymore. That's you're not going like, yeah. like, yeah. to the right market? now. Like <laughs> you're not going to go into Max to Walmart milk. and find anything at all because it's all going to be gone. And there's the re like as yeah. we were talking about. Why do we know this, Aiden? Because I've, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, so you have to go to places like Untouchable. Exactly. To yeah. get the high value stuff, right? That's the higher. The, the hobby stuff is where the big money is. Now, anytime you buy the retail, you can flip the retail product. You can do it's it's because they carry that stuff at like a Toys R Us or a Walmart. You'll see cards there. You'll see yep, cards yep. there, right? Now it won't. It's you're not going to get the same inserts as you would in the hobby product. 
So you hobby product? You mean going it's to store a hobby exclusive. type store? Yeah. So yeah. Untouchables will get a certain product line that not going to be available. Yeah, got it. Also the scarcity. So like the retail products, when you buy say the Series One blasters, there you're just pretty much going for young guns. You're not going to get exclusives. You're not going to get high gloss. You're not going to get those insert crops that are in the Walmart stores or the retail product, as opposed to the hobby boxes. The hobby boxes will have their own special type of product in it. Remember that, that the mass media, so the mass outlets get all this. So the young gun prices usually start high, they come down, and then they slowly move back up because once the retail is open, because it's more huh. accessible. But you're not going to get that high gloss. You're not going to get that acetate yeah. out of there. So the big money cards are only in hobby product. So then now to circle back, so uh, it was Panini for NBA, yeah. correct? Any other card brands? I don't even know if I'm using the right language. NASCAR is Panini. Okay. NASCAR Soccer Panini. is a mixture between tops. And uh, it was mostly tops, actually. Soccer's tops. Yeah, soccer's tops. I think you know why when it, when I, that surprised me. I think I just remember those commercials from Buffalo about top tops market. never stops. Tops That's never exactly stop. what comes to my head too. <laughs> so when I hear yeah. tops, I'm always like, really tops? <laughs> but anyway, so tops does soccer globally. Yeah. Global. Okay. And you know what? No, I just wanted to get into this because it relates back to Untouchables as well. So it was my birthday, I guess. For my birthday, you got me two Revolution boxes. That was the mm. first. Oh yeah, that was, that was right. from, you, from you. Yeah, that was you so, you first. That, that yeah. was after the. I that was right at the beginning. I was starting to get into it, and I was talking to him about it. So then, for my birthday, you got me. I remember revolution yeah. boxes. So I remember from you too. And oh, then you can't even find those. Anymore, I gr- I grabbed them and then gave them. To and them. then yeah. we hit. Uh, it was a case hit right here. Um, what a galactic case hit. So, um, and it was just. It's a Seco Dumbaya. So he's not a huge rookie. He was the youngest player in the NBA last year. But because it's like so rare, like a raw that's selling yeah. on eBay for like a nine hundred, just yeah. because how really? rare it is, yeah. yeah. Wow. So this card's gonna have basically could have up to ten variations of this card. Yep. He hit one of the hardest ones. Other than there being a one of one on here or a numbered out of ten, there's no better card that he could have hit for this. Because now, he, even if though he had a Zion on it, this would have been, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. been uh, <laughs> okay. But that card is so working. rare. Yeah. So, yeah. so Aiden, there, there, so you guys are saying there's ten variations of that exact card. And I the hit, variation you got was one of the most but, rare. Yeah. 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 Totally. So that's that. Those are case hits. So that's what I was telling. We were circling. We're kind of like going yeah. all over the place, but we're actually kind of going back to it where that's one of the master case hits. So that's one of those bigger hits that we were talking about that was in a case, a Got full it. case. And how so many cases on, how many of those? Eight, you said? Eight boxes that particular per case? is 10 probably in a ten. master case. Two per, because the box sizes were small, the revolutions. So yeah. you're probably looking at two inners of five probably. So that's I, where again, you see don't big quote me 100% on that. But a whole case, right? Cause the because investor, they're, because they're, they're guaranteeing hit. some sort of rare hit. Right, we don't know how how rare or how valuable. Or who, but so right. if, you have, if you're playing right. with bigger Something. money, you can lock up a bunch of these boxes. Well, that's you what know says. you're going to get a Zion card, exactly, and that card is going to pay for everything you put in. Well, well you depending may not on hit a Zion, you, you but depending hit. on also how like the rarity level of the Zion that you hit will change the value of yeah. the card. So depending on what type of cards. Now, the magic of sealed product. I I I tell people this all the time because it's the smart choice. The unknown is better than the known. Yeah. When you open up your box, you know exactly what you got in it, and either you're gonna go to the bathroom and cry or puke, or you're gonna be <laughs> or you're happy. celebrating. Yeah. Or you're celebrating. <laughs> when you have a sealed product, it's the best because he's gonna buy that product. Because you can sell the story. You can sell the story. Exactly right. 
So he's buying that product yep. in the hopes that it's in there. Or he's going to buy that product and break it or distribute it, or maybe split it with his buddies. Who knows, yeah. right? A lot. I have a lot of people that come in and they're, hey, can you do this in three payments? He's going to pay 200 he'll pay 100 he'll pay Okay, no problems. However they want to do it, right? So, but that's what the beauty of sealed product. And if it's the right rookie class, go back to the, the Donich so National the Treasures boxes. Remember that. Go back yeah. to that again, right? 60000 for the case. Sealed. So you could open they originally it, sold for 5000 What's the some of the craziest stuff you've seen or sold? McDavid's are usually pretty much the, the, the craziest stuff where you, you can sell like Lewis Roberts for 2500 It's this auto shimmer card. It's a redemption card, you know, so at baseball? the time. Baseball? Baseball. Yeah. Some of the bigger cards that I've sold have been actually baseball cards. More because it's worldwide? Like, are you worldwide. Selling baseball, yeah. remember, certain marks. Hockey is very, very much North American. There's some European. There's there's touches of it everywhere. Like a Japanese baseball star would bring in a lot of money, yes. right? Because of yes. the rarity of something like so, that, right? That's that's a whole different like conversation. You, who's the guy that day, uh, right? who's the guy that does both? Otani, right? Otani, but Otani, because of his injuries, his cards are stagnated huh. now. People are not really purchasing right now because of the fact that he hasn't pitched. He's hit a little bit. Plus this off season, so he's out of the limelight. So you can invest in a guy like that right now, and if he hits, like so the yeah, guys who spent the big money, the hundred thousand dollar for that that first, you know, out of five, whatever it was, now that card's not worth that right now. So that guy's ooh, he's sweating. Now. Yeah, he's under right because he's like, okay, I need this guy to come back and pitch and hit and be great, and then you're gonna see how fast that card's gonna hit the market. Sometimes you gotta look. There's a limit to how much these cards can go. So we'll take it for example. Like this is a great for like even a different conversation the mike trout card for an example it's 3.8 million dollars that's his rookie card or something it's like a one of one graded auto it's the, it's the most sought after card if if any collector's like gonna the buy grail. it never grail. Grail. Grail of mike trout mike trout there you go so now 3.8 million dollars are you going to be able to sell that card for 3.9 or 4 is someone going to buy it maybe because someone might want that don't you think that might be a little bit on the very top end with no championships? Now we're opening up a whole different can of worms because a lot of people are going to get pissed off because I'm, I'm going to be I'm potentially slagging on, on Mike Trout, the, what they consider <laughs> the greatest basketball player of all time. Because unlimited for that guy. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, okay, I still think Jordan's the king, not just because of his championships. Just If he actually stayed and they kept that team together, they probably would have won another 3-4, right? Money broke that team up, not anything else, an eagle, right? Jordan, to me, is still one of the greatest. And, you know, I'm not going to debate LeBron. LeBron is probably, you know, physically better than Jordan at this time. But if you put them both in their prime, I still think that the Jordan will, will run, run loops around him, right? It's, but that's me, right? This is all. But is Trout's card going to go up higher? Can it? Yeah, got in it. In 10 years from now, so is it going to be worth 3.8 million? I think yeah. I saw at the store, there was a, the guy that bought that card, I think, bought it for 500 grand originally, and people told him, he, he did a little snippet on YouTube or something, and, and he said that, uh, yeah, he's, everybody's made fun of me, I bought it at 500 grand, exactly. and look at it now, now it's, I'm selling it for you know for almost $4 million. Yeah. But then he went on to say how he had invested a ton in Derek Carr, who's the quarterback in Vegas, because he said, well, look, the NFL, they're yeah. moving from Oakland to Vegas. Imagine if Vegas is good, like that's going to, that'll totally. just, so he paid, I think, four or 500 grand for a Derek Carr rookie card saying, this is going to be my next Mike Trout. And I mean, I'd be surprised if Derek, I'm a Chiefs fan, so I can't stand the Raiders anyway.
anyways, but I'd be surprised if Derek Carr is the starting yeah. quarterback, you know, so in the there next you couple go. years. So the investment so goes that, the other way. Exactly. And I guess related back to the Trout and the Raiders are here, um, I guess the hardest thing to predict for investors is when all eyes, I guess the best way to sell is going to be when all eyes are on one player. That's when you want right. to sell because that's when your highest value is going to be. But you never know when that's going to be. Uh, I like, would think championship or Hall of Fame induction is to me that. And, that, and that's not knowing much. I but. heard you talking about the Kobe's and I know the Kobe docuseries is going to be coming out soon. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. There'll be another later. spike. So yeah. look out. There'll be another spike. So I kind of. And there's a lot of heat I, right now on this card. That's one reason why I brought it that? Larry Bird because there's going to be what? a documentary on Larry Bird coming out as well. Magic and that Johnson. Yeah, really. That's, a, that's gonna be a big card. So a lot of people are speculating on that card right now. And the same so thing kind of happened. You say that's a rookie, but that card that you're showing has three players on it. Is yeah. that the only rookie there is for Larry Bird, or was so this, this just card a special? has multiple variations of it, but they're all like this. So they're all gonna be three, but there'll be one without him, without either of them. This is the most valuable version of it because three, it's got Julius yeah. Irving and Magic Johnson yeah. in it. Wow. So, so the rookie the card, card is just a small card like that. Like this was that's how they were made. Yeah, like, like old this baseball cards. This happened to cards. be an old cutout one. You yeah. Know, there's pre after years afterwards, like the Jordan is, is a full card, right? Gotcha. So and there's a lot of reprints of this. So wow. You got to be careful. A lot of fakes floating out there. What about throughout a uh, calendar year? Is there are the playoffs always a time where the cards go up in value? Is is there anything like that just annually throughout the year? Yes. Yes. Playoffs naturally. Playoffs performance increases value of players once the, if they get hot and they start doing damage like bull bull had a little run yeah, there yeah. this card went vink, came right back down that, after yeah. because they're not playing them but you can see the potential so what do people do they started putting money into bull bull mm -hmm. right if he starts playing again regularly it'll shoot right back up colby whites etc but anytime how do I say this? So, so the best time to buy is basically what? Off season. Early season? Early or season or off yeah, season? Off season. Okay, right. got it. When everybody forgets about what Luca did. Luca might be an exception because right. he was amazing. But but when everyone forgets what Tyler Hero did because if he Yeah, well, his prices did come down uh, during the off season a little bit compared to what they were in the playoffs when he dropped okay. the Yeah, but then he went on the cover Celtics. of the Beckett. Guess yeah, what happened? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Got it. Okay. Okay. Exposure. Total totally. exposure. The more exposure that the player gets... More yeah, value. So you really yeah. are thinking like a GM because you're not only thinking about then the player, but you're thinking, is this guy marketable? Well, yeah, just and you could compare Tyler to other rookies in his class, but how active he is, I see his cause on Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. Like he's, um, I'm just using him as an example because I know him like well, just because I've researched him. But uh, like lots of my friends know Tyler less because of basketball, but more because he's making TikToks because he's posting on Instagram because he dated Kyle really? Kuzma's ex-girlfriend. Then they played in the finals. Yeah. Oh, so, like, got it. You know, you're if like, he's marketable, the other variable if he or she, because we're also leaving out a lot of the female sports, right? If he or she are marketable, the cards will actually go up bigger. So Jordan, don't forget, he's not just he was just a great basketball player, yeah. but he transcended. Look, he was in all the commercials. He's in with with uh, Bugs Bunny for God's yeah. sakes, right? Well, then the you know? legendary shoe brand, the the shoe brands, the this, the they're they're they've all become their own. What are some of the top female sports now that we're talking about it, or or cards? Well, basketball. The the so the this year's Prism females sports like the football, not football. Sorry, the basketball sold out everywhere. You can't find it. Mm. So really? that's a that's a product that was about one hundred and fifty dollars, two hundred dollars a box. Now selling at about five five hundred, four five hundred. Super rare, right? So they're I mean, they're harder. So everyone's looking at at angles, short prints, right? So the problem is it's so unavailable that I, I don't even have it. To, 
to offer. So do you it. just get calls right. into your store saying like, hey, I got my son's birthday, like some, I don't know, I'm just thinking some Toronto lawyer type. Hey, I got my son's birthday. I need a, a trout card or something crazy. Sometimes that happens, yeah. Right. Do you have uh, do you have a McDavid? Do and you then have can this, you, you have source that? cards? Because your network must be growing. So then if you don't have them in store. I can I guess source you- cards, but it's difficult because a lot of people are, are also, they're unaware of values and pricing. Oh, I want the best Connor McDavid. I'm like, okay, yeah about that right yeah okay yeah so i, I got here here you go got a million it. bucks right? <laughs> so like it's like here you go i got this and then like is that what the price i think it is and i'm like yeah oh well no do we have something got it yeah, right yeah. so that's the conversation usually changes very quickly once pricing starts getting involved but they don't want a lower brand version so i can say to them dude there you go 400 bucks for that card he'd be like 400 bucks no, 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 that's too much, right? But then you'll be like, ah, I don't want that. It's too cheap. Okay, bud, here you go. There's a thousand bucks. So what you just did there, right. you showed a raw card, but now you showed a similar card, but it's been but graded. The higher graded. And it's no, in no, no, this that's is not this graded, is, but oh, that's sorry. a higher level card. Oh, higher so level. Just a nicer, nicer case. Nicer case. Which, yeah, which, I mean, that, yeah, yeah. It's, so, you know. So I'm like, okay, man. I'm like, Daniel, man. But you want this one, man? This one's going to cost you a thousand bucks, bro. Right. That's so how this is the negotiation starts. So the only happen, way right? to get all this intel, because the beautiful thing to me watching all three of you guys speak is you guys have this insider language to this whole industry <laughs> that someone like me, I get it aid in from you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But I feel like I I would find it difficult to, to compete against you three because I would be coming in so blind saying, hey, Chris, uh, I, you know, everybody get, starts off that way in anything. Right. You look at it as a life lesson. Like you just going to school. You're not automatically popular. You're not on me. It's, it's yeah. It's like it's educating like you yourself. Say the right. same about real estate. Yeah. Right. Not anyone yeah, yeah. can do it's it. A, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same principle. This is the most one of the most frauded industries around, right? Sports collectibles, right? Uh, signatures, fake news. Signatures, oh, we never talked about that. So that, there's there's fake cards. Oh my God! There's so much fake stuff out oh, there. Oh God! For, not just in cards, just in any sports collectible market. Makes sense. No, so makes sense. It is key, just like in any industry, whether it be real estate to make a relationship with people you trust so that's where untouchables comes in that's, Chris, that's why Chris, you always go to Chris. I, you want to send yeah, cards away yes. you don't want to send them away by yourself right so chris in particular like, will tell you he'll chris, tell man, you. you i'm gonna get my cards back right you're gonna say god yeah, i promise you man i had to I'll, do that too my first time sending it off it's like three months it's like okay so it's gone and then it's just gonna come back in three months and yeah yep, and that I'll was me yesterday at first submission ever i finally i was gonna send them up before school then got busy with like moving out and stuff finally back for christmas i got everything packed it all up whatever sent it out but even now, it's like, damn, maybe I'm not going to see these for another three months. Like, <laughs> well, submission times are changing right now. If general submissions are seven months, so this plus, is for everyone listening. Right? This yeah. is the grading company grading taking process. like three months to seven return months. your card. Seven months. You can pay for more going directly with the companies yourself. You can do it directly yourself. Pay more money. Your turnaround time will be a lot shorter, but it's not worth Which putting. Which hurts because if the playoffs hit and one of your card really is peaking, you might want to sell. Well, and you're putting money into the investment by yeah. spending more money to just get it back quicker. Whereas yeah. if you just leave it out and the value goes now, up. Remember, your value could actually be hurt by getting the card graded. A lot of totally. people think, hey, I'm yeah. going to send this in. They're all going to come back 10. No, it doesn't work that so way. So if it comes back an eight, with that's kind of crap, right? Yeah, because so an can you break l- the cases open and yeah. say, forget it. I don't want it to be an eight. You could send it right back. You could crack it and send it right back and see what they say. And, and yeah. you can crack <laughs> these cases without damaging the cards? Yeah. Now that's difficult. <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah, saying, it is. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen YouTube videos, but yeah, it, it is. Guys who can crack these cases just and not damage cards, I've cracked a lot of cases. 
Okay. Yeah, so I, you yeah. got to be really be careful because these cases, the way they're done, and you got to snap it at a certain angle, this is going to split, and I guarantee you, you're going to scratch that card. Okay, so if for so, anyone listening, you can't see it, but the cases look like the ca- the card itself is encapsulated in like a thick plastic case, but on top, there's these codes and numbers and barcode that it has the grading, if it's a 10, yep. a 9, an 8, with some additional information about the card. So this is the case that we're talking about you would crack open. Yeah, so these aren't easy to crack. You need like like plier cutters you, oh, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little bit of a trick to it right so i don't recommend you do it you know it's an eight it's an eight hand. be happy you got yeah. an eight that's that's kind of it got right? it got it so technically if this came back say a five which who's that your the zion card zion. so this would be like almost worthless yeah someone will pay you 50 bucks for it probably but it's not gonna and be what's worth it even worth 50 copy. bucks as a five what's it worth as a let's say raw card nine or a ten between let's say. 250 to a raw so let's just say base like that right yeah Say it'd be about three hundred bucks on average, right? So Someone getting it back it. as a five it actually reduces you. the value. Oh yeah, yeah. You. So then those people oh will God. crack it open and try and resell it raw. Yeah, or send it back. Yeah. So that's the drawback of buying potentially from places you don't know or deal with online. Essentially, you're usually we call it bunk. You're buying someone else's bunk. That's how I call it. It's like junk silver. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. you gotta really see. Like he's looking at a lot of pictures. He's hoping that the cards are gonna come back clean. Hoping, yeah. But if the seller that you're buying from has eight million PSA or BGS cards, I'm promising you, you're not getting tens oh, or nine yeah, and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so a good, good way to, that's a good point. A good way to look on eBay. So I looked when I bought these Brendan Ingram lot. But um, if the seller's selling a lot of cards graded like PSA or BGS, and then they're selling like a one-off raw card. They're probably knowing that's not hitting a nine or a ten, so they're selling it raw. So you just kind of want to look out for that on eBay. Oh my gosh! Holy (laughs) smokes! Now there's also that that other part where is people can't wait or don't want to wait seven months, and that's why these raw cards come out. Because even me, someone would say, "Hey, Chris, how come you don't grade all your cards?" I don't got one. I don't want to put that much resources into cards that I don't think are going to sell for big dollars, and seven months. At the end of the day, there's a business here, right? You do have to turn style. You can't just sit sit yourself. You can't just sit on property all the time. You need some cash cash flow. flow. If you don't have it, you need to turn it over. Right, and you perpetually. This is a genuine, flat-out business. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's a collector's part. Like Built you out said, of a passion, yeah, a collector's right? part. So yeah, I can relate a, yeah, to your a, business. Yeah. yeah, I can relate to your son. I can relate to Daniel. We can probably sit down, and this is now we got three groups that may never ever on an outside world talk to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because we got something in common, we could actually sit in the same room, have a dinner, or or shoot Anything, the breeze for yeah. five, six hours. And I don't care about who he is, as as what he does or this and that. It's not important to me what Daniel does for a living or anything, because we're just shooting the breeze on something that we have. Talking sports. So, yeah. so you know? uh, last thing about these cards, if you the grading companies, do you guys ever send away like three cards and you're like they all come back different? Like one's an eight, one's a nine, one's yes. a ten, and you I can distinguish. Send, you yeah. can't distinguish between how oh, yeah. they decided. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that happens. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, okay. So, the, so you're really at the mercy of the grading stuff companies. That we can't see with our eyes, right? Yeah. They're blowing these cards up so big. That they're you know oh I see 55%. it's like art right? right it's like getting art appraised like they're, they're they treat it like so that. when you get a ten out of ten back that you want it to be like a it's like massive a, I've never got a ten a, out of ten back yet oh no win. no but I only, I've only sent off like I think five cards yeah, yeah that's so, it but that tells you how difficult it is to actually hit tens so the the standard in the industry is nine 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 for Beckett. Okay. 9.5. Yeah. You don't Sorry, want nine, 9 for PSA and Beckett's are, are 9.5. That's the standard. That's where you want to hit. 
anything below that depending on the age vintage cards do not grade well that's why this is a seven that's why i told you the discrepancy between that's this. the larry bird yeah. card this on a nine is, is a twenty thousand plus dollar card right but you're it's so difficult to hit a nine on these old cards because they're all off center they're all off cut look at all the so for every 10 cards you send in how many would come back at 10 is it you know just oh no. really you can't predict that yeah. oh really you can't predict that. i send in 100 cards how many come back as 10 it depends on maybe the three to five card. i would say and it depends okay. on what okay. the people were doing with the cards like i even learned you depends know on which I, cards I got an so i got a i have a couple jalen hurts autograph cards that i hit this year auto rookies and nice. i put them in the base insert right just the base insert like that That's when the i insert a plastic yeah, just a plastic case. case just slid it in yeah. there it's protected just like the one the mahomes is in now when i bring it to the store they tell me no man it's an autograph you can't put it directly into that insert you have to put it into the plastic first so that it doesn't smear oh, the, so the inner sleeve really? oh my god now sometimes oh my god so, condi- so how i'm bringing it to them like the matters. sleeve, thing? Like the sleeve yeah. thing the oh, inner okay. sleeve on the inside is very important especially with all these prismatic cards and all these metal tip cards because it scratches you're talking plastic on plastic yeah, it's a rub effect. Yeah, I didn't think. Even I, the way you put it in. I've seen true, so though. many people damage their cards just by the way they put them in the plastic. you put that corner in yeah, first. Yeah, no, I've been now. I corner. just saw, I think because on YouTube, I'm cutting the, are scaring the me. part of the sleeve just yeah. so I'm, you know. Well, that's kind of overkill. It depends on I know, the I know. I know, I know. I know. I was doing that. We a whole setup in our house. All well, kinds of material. Be careful. I was being careful because I took them out to... Like, I just wanted to, I took a cloth and I was just trying to clean the surface. Yeah. And when I put it back in, I'm like, because I was about, this is right before I submitted, like, yesterday. Yep. This was like two days ago. And I was like, so pre submission, so you should clean your cards. Pre submission, you should wipe. You should clean. Yeah. You should wipe your card down because there'll be fingerprints. Okay. If you see indentations in it, don't send it in. You guys have me to the right. point that if I ever get a good card, I don't even want to touch it. You know, uh, just it, give it to one of you guys. People, you know, uh, to get a 10 or a black label 10, that's that's what we call a crapshoot, right? It's that's, a luck. That, that's a gift. Anytime that happens, that, that's what the, the like grading gods are doing. 25 cards right? in, we'll see if we get one. I'm hoping, obviously, for more than one, but. Got it. You know. could. So, it, so I've I mean, seen it where people get 80% of their cards yeah, come back yeah. 10, but they're so, so meticulous with their cards. So, to your point it. about you don't know who's buying, and so we're in this together on a bunch of cards, but now he's branched off on his own, and some <laughs> of his purchases are like that. So, I guess he sees a future in some of these cards like that. This is part of my my collection. This is separate. Yeah. I got. But I'm spending case. my own cash on those. No, ones. I know you are. I know you That's are. That's between yeah. you guys, man. Yeah. You want no, but it's boxing just in- gloves. Go ahead. Figure it out, right? I'll take Aiden. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's pretty big. Uh, <laughs> oh All right. So, Chris, uh, the, the, the store is the untu- Untouchable, Untouchable Sports, Sports Cards and Gaming. Yeah. And gaming yeah. In Mississauga, Mississauga, Central Parkway Central Mall. Park that is Burnhamthorpe and Central Parkway, or Burnhamthorpe and Tompkin area. It's Burnhamthorpe and Central Parkway, right on the corner. It's part of Central Parkway Mall, 377 Burnhamthorpe. Um, we're open for curbside right now because of the whole COVID restrictions. I cannot wait till we can have people so back So someone's in. in there still answering the phone to take? Um, yeah, we're working in there for all online. So we've Got basically it. slowly been putting up the whole store online. So everything is available. Do you want to hand out a URL right now or not yet? Well, it's untouchables.ca. Untouchables.ca. Yeah. So okay. And then if you ever want to contact any of us, there's the contact us at the bottom of the page. You can email us we'll get back to you as quickly as we can so we are working diligently for all online orders so we're shipping and receiving essentially you can come to the store we can do a purchase at the store but again it's under covid restrictions so it's like picking up your stuff i'll bring the terminal to you you can't actually physically walk into the store 
Got it. Right. So we're following all all COVIDs. Like Daniel's seen what's inside. We've mm-hmm. got the the full sheets up. The plastic sheets were in our masks yep. in general. Anytime I leave my little bubble that they call it, I have to put my mask on. I greet you know, and they're not just a store, right? When they're at working at full capacity, they host nights. They have they literally have Pokemon nights where they have. Oh, our like tournaments are huge. Yeah, they have we tournaments have a lot every of night. Yeah, the store's yeah. filled with people. What's a, what's a Pokemon yeah. night? Well, they have little people come in and just play Pokemon cards yeah. against so Pokemon's a whole different story. Oh, that's that's, huge that's, that's a whole world. other podcast. So that's the, that's that. We're talking about the gaming part of the store <laughs> now, mind, right? That's different. They do blowing. that. And they do, so they, when I do a break-in store, Daniel's been part of it, right? Mm-hmm. We I set up the tables. Now, we can't do it now, but normally I usually set up the tables. I've been lucky the last little breaks because there hasn't been any gaming. We were actually allowed yeah. to actually have the whole floor for yep. ourselves. So I positioned them into like a giant circle. So picture this room. But just with a row of tables around it, and each guy's at their table, and we do the break. Twelve people. I pass these guys boxes. They, I, I'm technically shouldn't be letting people crack the boxes, because the handling. So some, but our crop of guys and women, right, are okay with that, right? With people opening up the product. They put the the product. It's part of the fun is opening the product. So I allow these guys to open up the product. Go ahead, man. Open it up, man. It's fun. But what you open, you don't keep. No. We put it then on a centralized table like this, exactly how we're sitting around this table, and the table's covered with all the hit cards. So if we're doing draft format, whoever's name gets draft number one picks whatever. It's like a lottery draft now. So and you buy into this thing, right? So and and you're splitting one of those. Remember how we said you can, you can. The more you buy, the the more amount of boxes you buy, the more you guarantee yourself a good card. So this is a way to. You're gonna guarantee one, one to two good cards. Who knows how good? And how do you really get it? So you many a time Daniel's hit number one. Yeah, I hit number one. You I hit number your one hand and two. And say you want in once. on the next one. So when these were so we organized these. Yeah, we got to sure we'll come. Then we can go back. This is like an online break that you're seeing, but you're live. You're sitting at the table. That's fine, right? Good group of guys. It's crazier because you're looking at it and the the. Okay, there's gonna be some swearing. There is not. There's not. The like, guys yeah, are gonna totally. get pissed off. Like, ah, god damn it, you know. Or he he saw his name because we do random.org. So your name flashes five times. The names are mixed. So the second time your Daniel's name is there, and then how many yeah. times you went from they there? roll a dice all right, the and then they randomize. Okay, we roll a six. So we randomize the list six times. So if you're one, two, three, and I'm at number one, and then obviously I'm going to not be number one on the fourth or fifth, but no, I fun. try not to participate in the breaks, but every once in a while there's a product that yeah, I really like. Resist. So yeah. my name's up there, and these guys see it, and yeah. then occasionally my name hits, and I'm like, ooh, guys, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is super, Chris, I, I know he's not supposed to, but Chris helped me learn from the beginning, because even in those, it can be overwhelming. You know, once once your, your number one card, your, your first pick overall or whatever is gone off the table, it, it Usually really the first three to five cards. Are like anything, money you got to make some mistakes. Like Aiden, you were right. talking about how you open that box that Chris is saying. Yeah. You come almost have to go through that 100%. to realize, okay. That, but it's also what? fun to open. It like is. That, fun. I was still. Like, and if he hit, it was the right move. Yeah, still, right? yeah totally. <laughs> like, everybody, at the end of the day, we all want to open up the product. There's nothing greater than you pulling this card yourself. Yeah. Other than oh, buy sure. it. It's a different feel. So yeah. I have guys that refuse to buy cards. They only want to pull their card. I remember when he so. opened one of the boxes, I just kept thinking, all I knew was Zion, right? Yeah. Like, did we get a Zion? Did right. we get a Zion? And you got one of these in, Zion. In a revolution, actually, we got a base Zion, yeah. A base Zion. And I, I, that you to me was just happiness, right? Too, like, no, we got a Zion. You know what? Yeah, we got an insert jaw on that one. Yeah, you no, got that, a jaw on that one, too. Actually, I remember, Those yeah. were um, 
both and I think when you boxes. pulled this yeah. one, you didn't even know how rare it was. This galactic. Yeah, thing. you're right. I didn't. I, I trust Chris so much. I let him pick the box he's going to give me. I say, you pick it. I don't want to pick it. Well, buddy. You've I done have well. done well. I have Chris done has well. The touch. Well, you got to start right. Like the guys, like the the Jalen Hurts and this, like I've just started my collection. So I'm like Chris mentioned. I don't. I haven't been buying the cards. I buy the packs to crack the card. Yeah, I want to yeah. open it and then sell it. So Got for it. me, I'm a dream chaser, right? I, I'm maybe not the same as Aiden. I want to hit the big card and that's it. Then I yeah, ride off into the sunset. Well, that's the beauty of it. You can hey. all have a different angle. Right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to spin this on you, but the last Phoenix box that sold, the guy pulled a uh, Brandon Love. Uh, Brett Favre auto patch one of one. No. Yeah, double auto, double patch. Wow. So how I much is that? How much is that card are. worth? I couldn't even tell you. Really? Brett Favre one of one would be insane. Anyway. Brett Favre especially auto, in the auto patch means it's autographed and it has and his pa- patch, part of his yeah. jersey on. And there. he's got loves auto patch on there as well, and it's a one of one. So once Aaron Rodgers is finally done in Green Bay and this guy starts to play, if he even performs that's a huge slightly, hit. that is a massive. Yeah, massive. That's, wow. that's probably they drafted him in the first round. So Jordan Love must be cheap right now. I have a few Jordan Love rookies, but he's cheap just right like now. Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers sat for three years. Yeah, so true. Brett Favre was there, you know. So that guy, he's in cloud nine. He's like, how much is this worth? I go, dude, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I was triple your box for sure. Yeah. All right? Who knows? But yeah. that's a card down the road if this guy plays and he performs someone's gonna pay this guy 10 20 grand for that card with all this covid stuff going around this discussion right here is fun yeah (laughs) you know with so much like kind of weird stuff going on in the world this is actually like a fun thing just to almost like a bit of an escape yeah you know just to focus on some of this stuff yeah that's another uh, thing to think about it right this is this is good right mentally i I have no joke i really think it is good yeah uh, Chris, thank you. You, no you don't know us. You did not have to do this. You probably <laughs> wonder who's this Dan guy wants. Oh, no, 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 yeah, and, and uh, you know, helping out Aiden and Aiden, you coming on yeah, the no, podcast. Yeah, no, the store is great. Anyone that's listening, definitely check it out. It's yeah. I'm definitely be going back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Chris yeah. is the best, man. Cool. So, Dan, thank you. Aiden, thank you. My Chris, pleasure. Thank yeah, you. this was a Anytime. ton of fun. We'll do this yep. again at some point when all your cards are worth three million. Then we'll come back here and we'll around. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Hey everyone, so hopefully you enjoyed that chat between myself, Aiden, Dan, and Chris. Really enjoyed that. I personally learned a ton. I cannot believe how much money is being spent in this industry. So just fascinating. Perhaps we'll do an update on this kind of thing in the future. Stay tuned for that. And if you are listening to this and you want access to the Your Life, Your Terms app, you can go to ylytapp.com, get direct access to it, or search it up on the uh, iTunes, at the App Store, or on the Google Play Store, and you can find it there as well. And that's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms.